Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Now, back to the guys. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. I love these uh, reports, Fourier, as we get into the final hour. The ESPN's Jordan Renan. Giants could replace Daniel Jones. Look at quarterback in draft. Well, hot damn. Billy Lanny will drive by and look at a pizza and (laughs) maybe grab a slice. I Uh, will yell at someone going in the slow lane on the highway. I could flip them off. It is. It is. It is. uh, I'm just thinking about, you know, the combine starts, right? And and this is where all like the, uh, it's just uh, the, the, I wouldn't call it positioning. I I just don't know. It just. Everybody is. Here's what it is, Christian. Everybody is couching so that it's CYA. Well, you know, I did mention in early February that Johnson yeah. could end up on the street. You're like, what? Yeah, and, and, and even just the combine alone, it's, you know, you got guys that are not participating in it. Caleb Williams, not participating in it. Um, Jaden Daniels, not participating in it. Coaches, uh, McCarthy, not going. Um, uh, other coaches, not attending the combine like it's a big deal. Uh, and then you get into the just the the storytelling or the you know sabotaging of it's just it's in, it's insane. It is lion season like crazy. Not only is it uh, lying season, this is the beginning of being able to poke and prod and kind of figure out. All right, how do I want to go about interviewing these guys? How do I want to start to? sort of break down these cats a little bit. Now, there are two ways you can look at it from a Gerard Mayo standpoint. Number one would be, well, you have the third pick, and then you have one of the top picks of the second round. Get your ass there and get in front of these kids. Get in front of them. Start to feel them out a little bit. Start to be able to develop the rapport and sort of figure out if you are going quarterback, which I've already made up my mind that they have made up their mind they're going quarterback, then I want Mayo there, especially with two of the high-end guys that aren't going to throw. There's going to be a lot of time for mingling, bumping into people, talking to agents, things like that, talking to college coaches. I'd be disappointed if we found out that by the end of the week, Gerard Mayo wasn't there. We talk so much about it's the highest pick since Robert Kraft has owned the team. And you're not going to go and start to build the relationship or break these kids down or get in front of them. 
Because I need to know if Gerard Mayo thinks he can coach him. So you only have 15 minutes. Right. With each, which the players that you identify. Right. So the guys show up, they're starting, they do, they do their physicals, they do all that stuff. Thursday's the first day. I think it's D lineman and linebackers. I got a schedule here that uh, I'm going to try to uh, pull this up real uh, quick. But uh, one of the uh, NFL writers put out kind of the full schedule as to how the how the grid was uh, going to go, and I got it right here. So uh, yesterday you had D lineman and linebackers early player arrival. Today, with the D linemen and the linebackers, they go through registration, pre-exam, orientation, team interviews, and then it all kind of gets staggered and sort of starts from there. So, like, the the D linemen and linebackers came in early on Sunday. The early arrivals for DBs and tight ends are today. Then the early arrivals for the running backs, quarterbacks, and wideouts is on Tuesday, and then it's just kind of tiered and stepped down as they go. Do you think it's like, if it, if we're talking collaboration, why would Gerard Mayo need to go? Doesn't he have a scout for that? He have assistant coaches for that? Aren't we building the trust wall, the trust bridge, or whatever the hell you want to call it? Um, does he need? Does he really it, I, need to go? Yes. Yeah. Damn straight, he needs to go. I want him to have his own opinion. I want him to at least be in the room with some of these guys that they could draft. This is not just any pick, as we have been told. This is the pick that could change everything. This is the one pick, Christian, that one could argue is the most important one for Gerard Mayo and crew down there. Since their mind is made up, they're going quarterback. So sorry, like, I'm going to, yeah, Gerard Mayo's ass should be there. He should be in front of them. And I don't care if it's 15 minutes with each of them. Guess what it is? It's the first time you get to spend an hour talking to them and then comparing them. So I got 15 minutes with each one, and then I got a 15-minute block of everybody in the room that was there saying, all right, what's our initial impressions of these uh, individual quarterbacks? I kind of think it's a big deal. You're not going to get all your answers, but if I'm Gerard Mayo, and, like, at what point are you going to take ownership <clears throat> on some level? Like, I know it was Big Bad Bill wanted to do everything. Well, guess what? It make me, if I'm a first-time head coach, a little uncomfortable that the 13th guy that walked through the door ended up being my offensive coordinator and that I got at least one guy upstairs who was connected to the old silo ways of doing things. So why am I going to listen to that guy? I'm only going to listen to Elliot Wolf. What if Elliot Wolf gets a trot and he can't sit in with these guys? How's Mayo get his intel then? Oh, secondhand? That's great for making the number three pick. So long way around, get your ass to Indy. <laughs> you do know that each team gets a tape of all of the yeah, I don't all care. The, all the extra. Uh, what it, do you think the most? What do you think the most important aspect of the combine? Getting in the room, especially with quarterbacks. And again, I know that Bill was really intimidating, and he asked them about bad plays. I don't care. I want the guy who is ultimately it's 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 really at the end of the day. Gerard Mayo still has the ability to go. Hey, Thunder. What do you need, Gerard? <laughs> and if he feels strong in the QB, but start getting in the room with them. 
That's what I want from a guy, especially who was a defensive player and a defensive captain. If you're really it, that's your side of the ball. So you, in theory, should know all the questions to ask young quarterbacks to see if that's the guy you really want. It's only 15 minutes, but it might be the 15 minutes, Christian, that leads them to go, wow, that that was awful. What do we do about this guy? And at least get all – because how are you going to collaborate if one guy doesn't have an opinion? I just thought of that. I could answer. I've been rambling for five minutes. <laughs> there you go. I could have just answered it that way. How are you going to collaborate with one guy sitting here at the do drop in waiting for tape? Well, I do think that they're all going to be there because it, it, at the least they have to show how massively important it is because it is. It's the it's the biggest, most important draft for them. This is the most important combine for them. Everything that is happening during this offense means so much for the overall rebuild of this team. Free agency, when it starts, what type of players can you get? Who can you afford? Um, quarterbacks, who you get to interview? Because we mentioned some of the, the the players, the quarterbacks that are going, and they won't throw, they won't run, they won't do any drills, but they'll get their height, their weight. They'll, they'll, I'm sure they'll do their physical, like Marvin Harrison Jr. going to the combine, not taking part in any of the drills. He's just going there to do interviews and do his physicals. So, And that's fine because I think there are going to be other times that you're either going to get intel on someone. You know, if you're not, it's not just talking to the player. You know, you and I were, were kind of clowning around on the whole, why are those college coaches roaming around the senior bowl? Because somebody had a question about Bo Nix. You had Dan Lanning there to be able to answer the damn thing. I mean, like, that's why those guys should be there. They're pumping up their own people. Great texter. Uh, 860. Huge difference between collaboration and delegation. If he's going to collaborate, then Mayo needs to be there. And that's true. Belichick, I could see, doing the whole delegation thing. Been there, done that. Or if he knows, I'm trading out of the first round anyway. We're going to go through our breakdown, da-da-da. Nope. This is the number three pick, and everyone on earth has told us how important it is. It would be quite a statement if the head coach said, eh, big year, got a lot to do, had to stay home. Sorry. Like that, that, you're going to preach collaboration, then get out there and collaborate. Then then go do it. Seriously. Because here's the thing. If Belichick didn't go, even if it were a couple years ago, right, if Bill didn't go, wouldn't he get hammered on it? Well, Bill, I feel like I'm trying to remember, Bill did not get hammered if he didn't go to the combine, but I think, I don't well, remember. Well, there were years that like, he didn't go. There were yeah. years that he was sitting up there munching on pretzels. Yeah, yeah, and with the binoculars, were, that's the one yeah. thing you always see. Or the or the guy was there and he didn't know it or whatever, but oh my God, the way fans have, have now, again, Bill, Big Bad Wolf, did everything wrong, whatever, for some fans, not all. Who are just pounding this guy? Of course. Here's the thing. You say, why does Mayo need to go there? Why should he skip it? There, to me, is the bigger question. You're the new guy. You're the one who, when it came to offensive coordinator, like, seriously, why shouldn't he be there? I guess really is, the like, is this a... I don't know. Is Gerard Mayo not being there a a, 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 
a, a non-starter no, no, for no, you the way no, it is, man. No, no, no. I think he absolutely and I and I and I envision a you know a slow walk right of Van Pelt and Covington, and they all walk into. I wonder if they still stay in that that one like hotel with all the trains. There's like a bunch like an old train station. It's real weird. If I'm, do you remember the Super Bowl setup in Indy? No, I didn't go. Oh, okay. Well, they had the the hotel that was Radio Row, and it's connected to the convention center, so you can walk your way over to the stadium, so you literally don't even have to go outside. I'm going to guess it's kind of a setup like that. Also at that Super Bowl, again, stories for another time, my uh, wife that I had to call NFL security to allegedly help couldn't find where a 100-yard basically tent was in a minor league baseball stadium right beside that hotel while she was standing on the other side of the street. Couldn't find the big party. It happens. Couldn't I find know. the big party. That's seriously. Yeah. I'm like, go I, like, I, cut her. I cut her. It's like, usually there's like 100 tents, though. There's tents everywhere. Well, I, I said there's one in the minor league ballpark <laughs> right near the state. Like, it was a, a half a mile walk <laughs> for crying out loud. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, oh, I lost my uh, I lost my license. All right, let me call NFL security. Oh, I found it two hours ago. Thanks. I'll let NFL security know. That went over very well. Anyway, we'll talk more about the, uh, the combine with Jeff Foster. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. No matter where you work from these days, take Gresh and Fourier with you on the Odyssey app. Favorite WEI. 125, it's Gresh and Fourier here with you. And oh boy, I know the combine is going to start we get to watch a bunch of guys run around in shorts and 40 times and breaking down where they could fit, where they might fit, all that kind of stuff. And uh, But how about putting this whole thing together? It feels like nobody talks about It's like this, you know, combine just happens out of yeah. thin air, <laughs> Christian. And joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline is the president of National Football Scouting, uh, and well, the guy who puts together the NFL combine, Jeff Foster with Gresh and Fourier back here in Boston. Jeff, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing well, guys. How are you? Uh, Jeff, great. I want to start with how the hell did you fall into this gig? 
Well, this week I would tell you I drew a short straw. Um, <laughs> but, um, but for the rest of the year, no, I was very fortunate. Um, you know, I, I was actually working uh, in player evaluation for the Kansas City Chiefs uh, when my predecessor here at National Football Scouting um, retired. Um, and back then there was, uh, I think, 12 teams um, that belonged to NFS. And so each of those 12 teams got to put up a candidate to potentially replace um, Duke Babb, who was my predecessor here and ran the combine for a long time. Um, and so I was the chief's candidate and I went through the process. There was, you know, I don't know, there was probably five or six other um, candidates involved, um, all guys who were still in the league and uh, doing different things and doing well. Um, and uh, I think what probably um, maybe separated me was that I had also run the East West Rhine game uh, for a number of years um, prior to doing talent evaluation. So I kind of had a, a balance of uh, being at a club, uh, player evaluation, but also doing event management um, for a sporting event. So I think that's probably what led to uh, my involvement with the combine, but never did I think it would last 19 years. So here we are. So Jeff, I think a lot of people are, so do you guys determine which players and how many go the, uh, you know, to the combine? Are you in charge of all the invitees, uh, certain players and, and, and alerting them to the fact that they have been in fact in, been invited to the combine? Correct. Yeah, we manage everything from A to Z, um, you know, at the combine, including uh, the selection process and, um, you know, inviting the players, communicating with them. Um, you know, we, we obviously have partners. Um, obviously, the league office um, um, helps us with some of that. Um, but um, we manage all of it. And, you know, the, the actual selection process has evolved over the time that I've been here. Um, we now... Um, invite all 32 teams to be involved in the process. Um, we start in early uh, December um, and we select, um, we, we try to target about 200 seniors uh, in early December. Um, and really those are the uh, the easier ones, so to speak, to uh, to select. Um, and then um, after the underclassmen declare in mid mid January, then we under then we select the underclassmen um, and the remaining spots that we have available uh, for draft eligible seniors. Um, and and that's kind of the general process for us. Yeah, uh, Jeff, I'm wondering how much do you hear from coaches, agents, NIL people, interlopers, you know, hey, got to get this guy to the combine. How, how much are there people trying to whisper in your ear, hey, got to take my guy as you're putting this list together for the combine? You know, um, we received a lot of feedback early on, uh, but for the last, you know, six, eight, ten years, um, very little. Um, you know, agents will sometimes contact me that we have relationships with and ask me where their guys are kind of falling in the process. Um, but I, I think they all understand that this is driven by the 32 teams. I mean, it's uh, the team should be the ones deciding who to be here. Um, you know, we also rely on our scouting service, um, you know, to, to have um, a vote as well. Um, and so, um, you know, the, the process is pretty solid um, but evaluating players is not a perfect science um, so we understand that we're going to get it wrong sometimes too I mean uh, I think on average 35 to 40 players get drafted every year that we don't invite to the combine um, and that's really what drove us over the years to try to make changes and improvements in the selection process because we want the best players here so that the clubs have the ability to evaluate them and you know we all talk about the on-field piece but you know as Christian knows the medical piece is really uh, the most important element
element of the combine. It's why the combine was created. It's still the number one priority today. Um, it's kind of the, you know, the Super Bowl for the athletic trainers uh, and the team physicians because it's the first time that they get to evaluate the players medically. Um, and as you know, that can certainly change where players fall on draft boards. So is Jeff, and we're talking to Jeff Foster uh, in charge of uh, uh, the NFL combine. When it comes to the medicals, I do think this is interesting. Out of the, I don't know, how many guys that you have go there, how many of these guys, when they go through this physical, end up finding out that they had something that they that wasn't like an orthopedic issue, but like maybe a life-threatening issue that the combine identified with all the different people there poking and prodding at you? Yeah, I mean, it's it's unfortunate and it's fortunate both um, that we sometimes find something. Um, you know, I would say every year there's one or two um, that we discover something that the player didn't know about. Um, and sometimes it can be life changing. Um, more often than not, it's something orthopedic that they just didn't know. You know, they you know, they could have a hot Jones fracture from, you know, too much lateral movement training. Right. And they didn't know about it. It was just sore to them. Um, but we find that, you know, there's a hairline on it. And so we'll shut them down so that they don't hurt themselves at the event. Um, but we do occasionally find things, um, you know, either cardiovascular or otherwise, um, where there's a concern. Um, and again, it's unfortunate in the moment because we have to share with the athlete um, who's, you know, their focus is working out, working out here, working out their pro day, and then moving on to the draft. So it's unfortunate that we have to shut them down. But again, it's for their own protection and their own health. Um, I guess the fortunate side is that we find something um, that hopefully they can get an early start in getting healthy and recovering from it. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I don't know very many very fit 21, 22-year-olds that go through, you know, the, the vast array of medical um, evaluations that we do here. Um, and so, you know, it's just natural that we're going to find something. And again, um, if it helps um, their long-term health, then I think it's a real positive. Uh, Jeff, as you look at sort of the, the like infrastructure of the combine and what you want to get accomplished, are there tweaks you're making every year or is it kind of a, all we got to do is put the players in our template because we understand the schedule and here's how we're going to do it. I wish it was the latter. Um, <laughs> no, uh, we're, we're making tweaks every year. Um, you know, and our number one focus is player experience. You know, we want the players to come here and have a great experience. And we really want them to be able to focus um, on their performance, uh, performance in interviews, performance on the field, their testing, um, all of those areas. We understand when they get here, there's going to be some anxiety. There's going to be some confusion, some unknowns. Um, we want to take all that away from them. Um, and so we make tweaks every year based on uh, feedback that we get from the guys from the year before. So we do a little player survey um, most years, um, and we get feedback from the guys about parts that were positive or negative, um, and then we try to make adjustments to those. So, you know, the last couple of years, we've done, we, we've had some amazing changes. You know, last year, we, uh, through a, a partnership with Noble, we created a player headquarters area where they have their own locker room. They have a turf field that they can use to stretch and warm up on. They can invite their trainers into that secure space to um, stretch them and warm them up. And then we have um, uh, lifting equipment if they want to get a workout in, and then we've got a recovery equipment for them. That's really a safe place for them. It's it's private and quiet. Only the players are allowed in there. Um, and again, they can invite their trainers. So that was something that we did last year. Um, 
and that we're continuing this year um, that really proved to be a positive player experience. Um, you know, a few years ago, the NFL helped us bring in uh, mentors, uh, legend mentors. Um, so former players in each position, they go around with the players during the week, along with our group scouts to just help the players understand where they need to be, when they need to be there, why they're doing something, what do they need to wear um, so that, again, we take all those logistics pieces away from them so they can just focus on their performance. So, so, I mean, the changes that we built are really designed for that player experience. So the combine is coming up. Big big opportunity for the Patriots to kind of evaluate some talent. If we're talking combine, we might as well talk to Jeff Foster, who's the president of National Football Scouting. And I'm curious because you have the bench, you have the weigh-in, you have the physicals, you have the on-field stuff. Uh, have you ever caught a player – hiding weights in their pants or in their shorts in order to make themselves weigh more. Just curious if that's ever happened. Um, we have certainly um, discovered players trying to gain advantages, right? I mean, they're competitors. Um, specifically, uh, weights in their pants. I, I know that's happened with our scouts at Pro Days. I don't recall that ever happening at the Combine itself. But, um, you know, um, again, these guys are competitive. They'll try anything. So, um, <laughs> you know, well, we understand that, but part of our job is to make sure that this is an even playing field, right? Um, and make sure that, again, the players have a good experience, but that the clubs also have a great platform to evaluate the players. So uh, another thing is, like, as far as, because I know a lot of guys go to the combine and they train in track shoes or they train in this light shoes, right? You guys have, every guy's got to wear the same shoes, correct? Or, or a certain type of shoe? Well, they have to um, wear uh, NFL-approved football shoes, Okay. right? So we don't allow them to wear track shoes or spikes or things like that. Um, and, yes, some years that's been a real challenge, um, you know, even with some uh, league partners. So, uh, But we do have, um, you know, uh, NFL's football operations are here. They talk to the players in advance, make sure that they, you know, understand what's expected of them uh, on the field in terms of their apparel and their footwear and gloves and things of that nature. Um, so, yes, again, we try to make it, um, you know, so it's an even playing surface for everybody. Uh, but football shoes are the requirement. Uh, Jeff, one of my questions is outside of the structure that you have put in place, are there ways for the players to still be exposed to people on teams where uh, I had my 15 minutes with Caleb Williams or whatever, but hey, I saw him grabbing a drink and I stole five minutes with him or something like that. Do you have to really control the time the teams have with the players to make it unfair or are there kind of casual ways for people to sort of bump into whomever they would like to bump into around this time of year well the answer is probably both um my, my actually my next appointment is to meet with the 32 personnel directors um we always have a kickoff meeting to review some of the kind of guidelines and policies right um and one of those is to make sure that we're not doing what we call illegal interviews so um we have um interview structures um there's some there's formal interviews so every team gets to select 45 players um, that they can do a private 20 minute interview with in their own private suite. Um, but then there's also opportunities 
for all clubs to meet with all players in a more informal setting. Um, and there's different time slots depending on what group you're in. Um, and we communicate all that and we manage all that process. Um, what we don't want is a team trying to contact a player and say, hey, if you've got some free time, can you come down here and talk to me? Um, because what inevitably happens is that the player wants to do that, right? Because he wants to appease the team that, you know, potentially could draft him. So he might miss something for us, like, a you know, um, a medical uh, a medical test or, um, you know, some other responsibility at the combine. So um, we do ask that the clubs abide by those rules and not do um, these interviews outside of the, the approved areas. So, um, Jeff, last one for me. Um, I feel like every single year the NFL tries to move the combine. They're almost like they try to treat it like the draft. Tell me why that's a bad idea. Well, I don't know that we have that kind of time, uh, but I could give you a laundry list. But, you know, there's a reason why this event's been in Indianapolis since 1987. The number one reason is because of our partnership with IU Health. To be able to do the medical uh, testing and evaluations that we do, because it, it takes two or three days um, for each player. Um, so the, to, the ability to do that type of testing um, with a medical partner in a city um, anywhere else would be really challenging. I mean, we start working with IU Health back in October, um, and they've been doing it for 30 years. Um, so that's probably the number one reason. Um, I think the other reasons that make it a challenge is that Indianapolis is centrally located. So, you know, whether it's club peer personnel or players, they're coming from all over. It's centrally located. And then the infrastructure here in Indianapolis, you know, regardless of what the weather is, which, you know, it's beautiful today, um, but it's also February. So you never know what weather you're going to get in the Midwest. Um, but um, our three secure venues, um, the convention center, the stadium and um, the Crown Plaza Hotel, which is our headquarter hotel, all three of those are secure areas. Um, they can all be accessed from all of the downtown hotels where the clubs stay without ever going outside. Um, so, um, you know, we bring, I think on average, each team brings about 65 personnel. Um, they don't have to rent a car. They, you know, they come down to the downtown area and they can walk to all their meetings, all their interviews. Um, it's just, it's efficiency. Um, and I, I certainly understand and appreciate why the league has, um, um, ask cities to bid for the event. Um, it's very natural, especially based on the success that they've had with the draft. Um, and we've been involved in that process. We've helped them. Um, the cities that are bidding, we will meet with them. Um, we'll go visit them. We'll talk to them about the different um, medical um, uh, logistics and processes. Um, so we certainly understand it. But um, right now, I think we're committed through uh, 25. Um, I think there is uh, a bid process starting for 26 and 27, um, which Indianapolis, thankfully, will continue to, to bid. Um, and, you know, they've, they've earned the right to keep it. Um, and selfishly, um, I hope that they continue to win. Um, but if they don't, uh, we'll, you know, we'll figure out a way uh, to make it work for the players and the clubs wherever we go. So, Jeff, I really appreciate this has been great. But I have one request and one suggestion oh, boy. to the overall uh, combine um, <laughs> strength coaches when you're doing the bench test they are not allowed to smack the chest of the the guy that is coming up to bench press his 225 you need to make sure no strength coaches do that without permission from the player who is about to attempt his 225 rep max um, the other one is i am looking for my own tom brady photo 
And I think that, you know, like I'm looking for my own Tom, but Tom, the Tom Brady's famous combine photo. All right, I co-signed on this. Okay, hard. I'm like because yeah. I went to the combine, uh, Jeff, but I had a shoulder issue and a back issue, obviously, and uh, so yeah, I didn't 90, do 95, right? 95, is that yeah. right? Yeah. So All I right. am looking for my Tom Brady photo. If you can help us out with that, the show <laughs> would really love it. Yeah, I'll see. Um, you have to go deep into the archives for that. We, yeah, I'll see. I'll see what we have in our archives. But that was before my time. So yeah, I can't make any I know, promises. Uh, actually, '95 was before my time too. I don't think you know, Christian. You probably wouldn't recognize the place now or the process. Um, but um, yeah, you guys, you should come back and experience it for yourself. I know the NFL has got a radio row here, and um, a lot of people do shows from here. So maybe you guys should come down here next nah, year. And, see. Um, we're in. We're in, join, we're in, definitely, because I was saying, like, the meetings that are, that are now 15 minutes, they used to, you'd walk down this aisle, Gresh, and, and then the coaches would just grab you, and you'd be in a meeting for an hour. You'd leave, and then another yeah. guy would grab you for an hour. There was no wait, there was no time limit, there's no restrictions. It was the wild, wild west. If a coach grabbed yeah. you, good luck getting out of there. It's amazing. And now it's with yeah, club scouts would fight outside the room to see who got you next when you came out. Was, um, it wasn't scheduled. In fact, I'm actually in the Crown Plaza Hotel right now where those things, where those uh, interviews used to take place. Um, and now the hotel is locked down. It's a you know very private, quiet place for the players, so they make sure they get you know good food and rest and all those things. But um, yeah, it's not the same as the the, the old Wild Wild West. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, with this bidding process going on, we're going to make sure that Presque Isle, Maine is in the running on oh. this one. Everybody cold and outside. <laughs> Do it that way. <laughs> Jeff, this was a uh, fantastic breakdown and very much a great look inside the combine. Uh, have as great a week as you can have, and uh, I'm sure you can start digging in on that Fourier photo like <laughs> next Wednesday after he gets through the combine and has a day to like drink and kind of yeah. hang out. Decompress. Exactly. <laughs> Jeff, thank Thank you. We appreciate it, man. My pleasure, guys. Thanks, Jeff. That was great stuff. That was fun. From uh, Jeff Foster. Man, we should have a whole, like, I'm telling you, back then, if they, and then they would, each each team would have, like, a, uh, they would put you through these uh, mental challenges and, like, you know, brain teasers and these games, and they would just, they would literally hijack you, kidnap you, and you couldn't leave until you were done. The guys that were the top five picks, like the boat, like the uh, Jaden Daniels and the Drake Mays of the world, if you weren't picking top ten, they would just ignore you. Literally just walk. Tony Baselli literally walked out of a, a, a room that we were all supposed to take a test in when he found out who the test was for. He's like, who are you, what are you guys drafting? Oh, 15. All right, bye. He walked out, handed the test, and literally walked out of the room. And was still, I was like, oh, you lucky bastard. And was still what? The number one or number two oh, pick top five. Year, whatever it was. Easily yeah. top five. Well, he also went in an expansion draft. That's well. true. Oh, Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's why. That's how he ended up in Houston. Yeah. Because they were like, oh, we drafted this a lot yeah. of money for this guy. And then they uh, they flipped him around. Well, Are You Done brings it home on a very busy Monday next. This is Christian Fourier on WEEI. Get Boston Sports Original on the go wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. Now, it's time for... Are you done? Are, are you done? Are you done? Are you done? You done, right? You done, right? Are you done? Are you done? On Crash and Fourier. All right. 
right, it's time for Are You Done? Uh, tomorrow on the program, we should check in with him, but he said he was away last week. Tom Curran should be with us tomorrow at uh, noon. Andy Hart on Wednesday at uh, 1220. And then uh, Friday with Razor and Lou. There you go. There's hey, the, big day for Razor tonight. Is, uh, this oh, is his chance to say Dunsky. So oh, can we God. record the game? Can we record Nesson? Yeah, Nobody knows. We'll, uh, we can set it up in can the, we just uh, press in the DVR? other room there. Do we don't have a DVR here? Um, well, we have a satellite, so yeah, I don't think it's DVR. I think it's TiVo I saw, or uh, something. Billy or... sh- shook his head saying no. That's a no. I was barely listening. Whatever you asked, I was shaking my head no for it. So it's just by habit. That's correct. It's your head's by habit. He's conditioned to see my... There's a a question tonality to his voice. No, we can't. I love it. (laughs) Nothing Uh, to record. Nothing to save here. Sorry. All right. Help you out. All right. If we do it, we're going to have proof of it. Well, that's true. And if Razor remembers... We'll make it a little easier. Like, is he going to do it, like, pre-game, post-game, in-between periods? Or, like, do you think it's going to be in, like... We don't know. Uh, I think he's on the sideline. Wait, no. Because they're out. They're They're out He's home. Studio. Oh, it's gonna have to be studio. Yeah, Fourier doesn't doesn't think that oh, like 9 all the PM way through. Yeah. Wow, he really thought we were gonna stay up and watch all of his post game comments. Well, to lure you in, I mean, Dunsky is have to do it. Dunsky is so important. To you. It is. I listen. I've, as far every mm-hmm. guest, I should ask Jeff to say it. Hey, Jeff. Can, hey, Jeff. Hey, you run the combine. Can you say we are Dunsky? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, he would have been do like you want to yes. AI Ray Croft to get him to say it. We have AI technology. Yeah, Ooh. we should probably do it. And even if he does, he would say, hey, we heard you say it. Yeah, but the Patriots suck in this past year. Really yeah. ruined our AI plans uh, that we had for no, Mac and did. Bill. They ruined a lot of our uh, stuff. Yep, yep. There was definitely a lot of that. Oh, oh no. Sorry. This just in from down there. It was only Bill's fault. Nobody oh. else. It was just Bill's. So. You know what I was going to say? Not that it matters anymore, but if you, if you want to kind of – if you really want to kind of know what went on during that Super Bowl 38 and 39, we have – a catalog of interviews from that year. Why? Yes, we, we have do. a catalog. Of, how do they find it though? Because I was looking for it this weekend. Because if you want, if because the dynasty does not cover any part of Super Bowl thirty eight and thirty nine, doesn't cover it. But we did on our show this entire last year. That's right. Uh, you can go to the uh, WEEI page on YouTube. Go to YouTube, type in WEEI, the live stream. It'll all pop there up it right is. there. There you go. The best aggression for you. We got our own page, and you can see WEEI has its own page as well. You just go to playlists. You click on that. Bingo, bango. It all pops up there. Every single one. Yeah, look at what you missed. Oh, look at this. That's awesome. Like, you can literally go week to week yeah. and talk to every single Coop, lots of look players. At that. Pioli's on there. 20 years later, looking back at the 03 Patriots, there's all kinds of great content there. I think we did a better job than the, the whole Dynasty crew people. Hence I feel like we did a better job. Well, they stole our uh, podcast our idea. idea. We know that. Down there at uh, down there at Old Gillette Send that Stadium. to me, uh, Coop. Send me that little link. Oh, Lord. What? I, I'm handicapped. <laughs> Not only one more day. When do you get this thing I go off tomorrow your morning. foot? I go tomorrow morning. 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. <laughs> Where? Uh, in the, the city? Waltham somewhere. I don't know. I got to look it up. I got to figure out where it is. Is he I, here so, before 10? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I'll I was make gonna it. say, is he here before 920? I would say 920. Is a, he's only going to Waltham or whatever. He's relatively close. But, you know, there's going to be a snafu. What would be the snafu? Uh, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you got a infection in there. Oh, come or, on. that's horrible. Or maybe they unwind that Stop thing. It. 
Who knows? Maybe you're, maybe you're, are you going to a basketball game tonight? Maybe they'll storm the court. You'll get tripped. There'll be a problem. Ooh. Listen, if I'm out on the court on a, like a knee rover, then I, I'm you should be the first one out there. No excuses. Exactly. No, you should be the first one out there leading the way as in no excuses. Not the hell you'd get run over. Oh, I could never thought it would be Grush would be the champion of the little guy. Oh my God. Oh yeah. I'm just trying to protect people that feel like they're safe on a court. Uh, you gonna? Where's your bikini picture? Oh, say what? <laughs> I mean, I feel like that we gotta like you gotta play along. Also, like Courtney was in a. They put up a bikini picture of Courtney at the uh, end of their of the morning show. I feel like I maybe know. you, maybe Mego. No, no. I think Courtney went live. She went live. Yeah, she I was, think. She, yeah, she did it live. Yeah, did it live. We'll do it live. Wow. Greg Hill show tomorrow morning, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, they are down in Florida. That is it for us. We are done. Chicken, Nick, and Billy Landy produced it. If someone went wrong, blame them. Great to have Coop back. He is a handsome kid. He ran things in digital, so if it gets screwed up, blame him as well. Jones and Mego are next. Tom Curran joins us tomorrow at noon, and Foye and I will see you bright and early tomorrow morning, hopefully for Foye at 10 a.m. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.